Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you are tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I wanted to kind of share with you guys something that I believe isn't preached as much as it should be. (laughs) Now, I know those are dangerous words to say, especially in Cleveland, Tennessee, where you have some of the greatest preachers in the world living and residing and conducting their ministry. But there is one subject that I think used to be preached all the time, and has been neglected. And before you jump to conclusions, I'm not talking about the doctrine of hell, although I do believe that that fits the same qualifications that I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about the blood of Jesus Christ. I think that the blood of Jesus Christ is the greatest and most neglected doctrine in the Bible. It is a subject that we should preach and preach and preach, and yet in large part, we have moved away from preaching about the blood and begin to preach more on practical values. And, you know, this is what God wants you to do. And this is what, you know, you should do to be a good person or to be a good Christian, or this is how you should be a good neighbor. I even recently read an article where someone said that all religions have the same base value and the most important thing in all religions is you know to treat others as you want to be treated and they tried to show that as being the golden rule of Christianity and its most important tenet and all of that and I hate to break it to you but treat others as you want to be treated as important as it is is not the greatest teaching in Christendom it's not the greatest teaching in our Christian faith and it is not the foundational or the core teaching of our faith either no the core of our faith is the blood of Jesus Christ. Everything that we do and everything that we are revolves around the blood of Jesus. We like to spend a whole lot of time talking about the imperatives of Scripture. That is what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to act. But the truth is, is we would be a lot more benefited if we would spend just as much, if not more time, talking about the indicatives of Scripture. And when I say indicatives, I mean things that are just true because they're true. The facts of Scripture, not just what God wants us to do, but what God has done for us. And the central point being the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ. So for the next few days on this wonderful radio recording, Thinking Out Loud, that's exactly what I want to do is I want to share with you about the blood of Jesus. And I want to start today talking about the overview of the seven instances where Jesus sheds blood in Scripture. The seven places or locations where Jesus sheds blood. Now I'm going to run through these real quick and then we'll we'll dig in and de- delve into them a little bit more detailed and kind of what they mean for us or what we can pull from that. The first place that Jesus sheds blood is actually not even on planet earth. The first place that Jesus sheds blood is in eternity past in the heart and the mind of God. This is the covenant of redemption when the divine economy is set and God determines to work out our salvation. That's the first place that Jesus sheds blood. The second place that Jesus sheds blood is at his circumcision when he's eight days old. The third place that Jesus sheds blood is much later in his life and ministry in the garden of Gethsemane when his sweat became as great drops of blood. The fourth place that Jesus shed blood would be in the judgment hall. And you can say Caiaphas' house and Herod's judgment hall and Pilate's judgment hall. But 
we just lump all of those together as being the place of judgment. And I'll delve more into why we do that when I move forward and cover that section explicitly. The next place that Jesus sheds blood is at the whipping post when they strapped his hands to that post and beat him with a cat of nine tails and tore his back open. Then the next place that Jesus sheds blood is on the Via Della Rosa or the way of blood from the moment of condemnation to the cross. And then the final place that Jesus shed blood before he died is on Calvary, on the cross where he atoned for our sins. And you may think to yourself, okay, that's seven places Jesus shed blood, but what about the grave? And what about the heavenly mercy seat? And what about the center of the earth? And that's true. Jesus's blood was taken to those places, but then you move from Jesus shed blood to his sprinkled blood. He didn't shed blood in heaven. He took the blood that he had shed as the perfect sacrifice and sprinkled it on the heavenly mercy seat to forever atone for our sin. And he sprinkled it in the grave to show that the death, hell, and the grave had no power anymore and he sprinkled it in the earth to make a way to lead captivity captive that is the difference so i'm going to focus this week on the seven places that he shed blood thank you for listening this has been thinking out loud with pastor ca god bless and have a great day